Self-care is one of the biggest focuses of this podcast. And today we're going to be talking about three very important self-care practices that I do and that I have built into my life that help me to have overall better care with myself and to build that ongoing relationship with myself. The three things we'll be talking about today are hobbies, playlists, like music playlists, and friends. As always, if the podcast is helpful for you, definitely give it a follow. It's continuing to grow and I'm continuing to grow and I really wanted to reach and help a lot more people. So definitely give it a follow and let's just jump right into it. So hobbies are so important because sometimes life just isn't that exciting and it's kind of like a struggle because you're going from class to class and you're studying for all these tests and you're like, what am I supposed to do when I'm not in school? And that's where hobbies can come in. I found that having a hobby that really helps me to let go and move on from whatever struggle I'm going through it really helps. Like writing is one of the biggest ones for me right now. If I'm having a really rough day, I can always write about what I'm feeling and that helps me to move on, helps me to internalize what I need to internalize and move forward and to feel a little bit better because now I've created something. I've reaffirmed that identity of myself, that I am a creator of good experiences, you know, that I want to have good memories for myself. And so that's like one of the biggest things is hobbies. And it's okay if this kind of changes over time. I used to play a lot of video games when I was younger, started the gaming YouTube channel, did that for a bit. And now we're kind of going all in on the podcast. And I really find more enjoyment from reading and from writing than from playing video games nowadays. Sure, they're fun, but a lot of the times now I'm picking up a book instead of a controller. And it's really interesting and you need to be okay with how your priorities and hobbies might switch over time. And I think we all go through phases too. You know, sometimes I'll play video games more. Maybe I'm trying to play this one game and really try to just enjoy the experience. Maybe I'll do that more than books. But I'm very, I try to be very intentional about it and focused. And that helps it to overall build my relationship with myself. And especially when you build that time in, that's what I'm trying to work on right now. I kind of hit hit this meltdown kind of roadblock moment a week ago, actually, I just started writing down things that I know God is like put in my life to help me succeed and help me to become mighty in this moment and for the future. And I was like, okay, I got a list of over a hundred things. Wasn't planning to write down that many, but I'm like, okay, so these are all things that I can put into my day to make it a better day. And so I'm doing that right now. And it's already helped. So having a hobby definitely, definitely can help you a lot with building that relationship with yourself. The second thing is having playlists. And this is something that I was not the best example of, but I have studied and I have fixated on this concept for a while. And I finally started really getting back into the groove of it and it is super powerful. So I have a playlist that's just for studying for music, that is all I use for studying. It's only used for studying. If I want to study, that's what I use. And what happens is your body gets used to these songs and the order of it, you know, just like when you're listening to a song and you memorize lyrics and beats, drops and stuff like that automatically, 
your brain will start to memorize when these songs come on and trigger different parts of your process. And I think of like a clock that's slowly becoming more and more united as one giant beautiful machine. And so it's this opportunity to really reconnect with yourself and be like, hey, I made this playlist because I am intentionally trying to help myself. And I found that if I have a bunch of songs that I like, that I just play at the random, it's not as meaningful for me personally as when I put on my chill playlist, like I did earlier today when I was just working on some stuff and just put it on chill mode, you know? I think this is so powerful for so many reasons. James Clear talks about this in his book, Atomic Habits, about having some kind of ritual that helps you get in the mindset of the thing you're going to do. And so as an aside, I have a little podcast thing that I recorded for myself that I try to do before I record a podcast episode. And it just reminds me, hey, Dallin, you're here to create a podcast and it can help a lot of people. And it can be pretty inspirational and really cool because you get to have that reconnection with yourself every single time you boot up that playlist. And as Thomas Frank and Better Ideas, Joey would say, as long as you keep the playlist sacred and don't do anything else besides the thing that you said you're going to do with that playlist, you're golden. The playlist remains powerful. It's like a sword or something like that that has one weakness and then it's worthless. The weakness with this is distraction. And that's exactly what you are avoiding. Maybe this is your distracted playlist. Play it when you're distracted. <laughs> then you're then you're at least aware that you're distracted, right? It's this crazy meta thing, but I really have seen a lot of benefit from this. It makes difficult things a little bit more bearable, knowing that you have a study playlist, or if you're winding down the day, you have a wind down playlist, something like that to just to kind of put your brain at ease and know that you've done well. And that you're on your own side, that you're there to help yourself out. And the playlist, making a playlist for yourself is a good thing. And as a little aside, this is also a wonderful thing you can do for other people. I made a playlist for my mom that has a bunch of spiritual songs like two, three years ago. And she'll still text me here and there like, hey, I'm listening to that playlist you made me. <laughs> and I really am thankful you made me this playlist it has over 150 songs or something. But I made it and it only, it only took like an hour or so. But now like that benefit continues to compound because she keeps using it. So that's the thought there. I think it's super powerful to have a playlist. Definitely let me know what playlists you have. Dallin at yieldtoday.com is my business email. So feel free to hit me up on there. And there's other ways to reach me too. I'll try to respond. The final thing is friends. And this is absolutely crucial. And something I'm so passionate about is Building a community of inclusion, being able to help others, regardless of whether they're coming in for a long stay or for a short stay. We love them all. We want to help them grow and become better. And this is something I learned from my first YouTube channel is there's some people and they'll be in there for the long haul. And there's some people that are still like talking to me, even though the YouTube channel that I started with my friends nine years ago is now completely finished up pretty much. I still talk to them. Then there's other ones who fell off the boat around year five, year four. And that's fine because I feel like the channel did for them what it needed to do for them. And now that they kind of moved on, it's okay, you know? So it's really powerful to have those friendships. In the world we're in today, it's so easy to feel isolated, to feel alone, like nobody 
is listening to you, that you don't have a place to go and talk to people. You know, back in the day, people would do book clubs and stuff. And I mean, that still happens, but it doesn't happen so much as it used to. Now, a lot of that stuff happens online and Zoom. And I'm even in a Zoom book club right now. It's awesome. Although it's been a bit since we met because we've all been kind of busy. But anyway, I would recommend, I would highly recommend having some kind of accountability group that you go to regularly. Maybe the podcast, when you listen to it, you have a pen and paper ready, like how can I apply this to my life? Having some kind of way to check in with yourself is huge because your feelings are important. And sometimes you may not be super comfortable sharing those with somebody that you don't like, you know? And I have found some solace in confiding in online friends. I mean, I met a number of awesome people from the YouTube channel that I still keep in touch with. So with that said, I did start a Discord server for the Yield Today podcast community. I finally just decided we're doing it. And right now it's just me and my friend Jackson, who's been listening to the podcast who I met on my mission trip. But we're planning just to share a bunch of our thoughts and ideas in there and past podcast stuff, podcast news, I think will help me be more accountable. And if you have any other stuff you want to share in there, like how you're building your podcast, like feel free to jump in. There's a link in the show notes of this episode. And we'd love to have you hop in and be member number three or number four or however many join after this episode drops. But I just feel like there's such a need for that is that inclusion and just compassion and having that place where you can share those wins and have it on display and just know that it's going to be there and that there's going to be a supportive group to help you out. That's what helped me the most in track and getting started with other things getting started. So that is there for you if you would like it. It's an open invitation. Feel free to come and go as you'd like, but it's there for you and I feel like it'll at least help a couple people and that's why it's there. Really excited to help you guys out in there and hopefully build the community up a little bit through Discord and through the other stuff that we'll do. But I think Discord is kind of going to be the starting point. I've tried surveys and other stuff, but hasn't been super effective. So we're going to try that out and see how it goes. So that's pretty much it with this self-care episode. There's so many things you can do to build up your self-care, but I think having these three things like built into your day, built into your life is huge. Having those hobbies that you know you can go to to get a little break is absolutely crucial that you can express yourself. You don't even have to make money from it. Like That's why it's a hobby. Just enjoy it. If it becomes more than that, then cool. But just enjoy the process is one of the most beautiful things you can do. I've been kind of getting into Jocko Willink a little bit again. And something that he talks about is just stay on the path and how a normal day where you just get up and hit the hay or hit the road and you just go, he's like, that's one of the most beautiful things ever. And I've been pondering on that recently. It is a beautiful thing when you can just go about the normal day. It's a beautiful thing that needs to be cherished. Having those music playlists, of course, as I said before, super powerful, highly recommend. And having a community to build you up and friends around you that you can you know, that you can reach out to and that help you become your best self is huge. And hopefully the Discord server helps in at least some way with that endeavor. As always, uh, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Getting some interviews and other good stuff coming up very soon. And it should be awesome. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to heal today. It'll be a better tomorrow.